Hey guys, welcome to Palahana. This is Neil. This is Aaron. And uh, today we're going to talk about entertainment after 2019. In our movie preview, we were our summer movie preview, we talked about like a lot of these shows that are wrapping up major, major storylines or series. Uh, we did Game of Thrones. We did a Game of Thrones podcast where we talked about the wrap-up of, is it eight years? Eight seasons and ten years. So the ten-year run of Game of Thrones. We just had Endgame, which is, what, 11 to 12 years of Marvel movies? And uh, end of this year, it's going to wrap up, oh my goodness, 40-something year saga of Star Wars that started in 1976 or 1977. But in terms of man-hours, it's only been about... 24 hours, right? Of yeah, Star 24 Wars. hours. But yeah. it's a saga that has been built through, was that, 40 something years and like multiple re releases of the original trilogy. and But the story stayed relatively the same. Nothing's really been added, right? And, and the no. things that were added have been disavowed. Yeah. So they could create new canon or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The EU or yeah. all so, the video games. And, let me just point this out. I understand this is not the end of Marvel movies. This is not the end of Star Wars. These large campaigns or sagas that have pretty much wrapped up. Well, they're just trying to create bookends, right? To start new eras of filmmaking Basic, yeah. or whatever. Basically, after Endgame, it's, it can be a jumping off point of where like you don't have to watch any more Marvel movies if you don't want to. The continuity, I mean, it feels like a nice packaged end. Same thing we're going to assume for Star Wars, what we had for Game of Thrones, because, you know, there's, I think they're doing a Game of Thrones spinoff. Of course, they're going to do more Star Wars spinoffs. Marvel Universe is still going to continue. They're all going to be doing something different. It's a different storyline, different... They're just bookending mythologies. If you're just getting into it, you can look at the previous eras in their entirety. <laughs> And then look forward to the future ones as a different entity unto itself. But anyway, so what we're looking at is what can we fill to replace this Game of Thrones-sized hole or, you know, for entertainment? What what do you think will be the next big saga? What will be the next big series or show that is the pop culture icon of entertainment? We were talking before we started, um, but you you said you had quite a bit. Generally speaking... It depends on what type of platform you want to look at. If you're looking at conventional TV, network television, there's not to be looking forward to. But if you're looking toward more the subscription-based, or if you're looking for you know cable television, there's, there is a lot of stuff that's in the pipe. A lot of it is using Marvel material. There is a ton coming. It'll be interesting to see what they put out on TV versus what they put out in their movies from this point on. Like, are they going to do big budget, well, not even big budget, are they going to do, like, huge budget movies as movies only and flesh out their universes with, you know, a lot more um, plot-driven television series? That's what it feels like they're doing now, so... Well, I mean, now that, like, we all know that Disney's coming out with their own streaming service later this year with Disney+, Plus, yeah, and what they want to do is create exclusive content for for their their service... And they're already like announced Marvel titles and Star Wars titles, and will be exclusively on Disney Plus. But what is the purpose of them doing that? Is it to flesh out backstories? Is it to add to the enjoyment of 
the previous generation? That I guess that's the question. I don't like, know. We do haven't think? really we, well. We haven't really seen any sneak peeks or trailers. Well, but you, or, but you already we already know what's coming. So for for Disney Plus alone, they're doing WandaVision, Wanda and the Vision. They're doing Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're doing Loki. They're doing a What If series that I think is a cartoon, but they're bringing in all the voices of the characters. Mm. And there might be a Hawkeye show, right? So that's already five things in the works. Only at Disney Plus now. You got to think it's going to be the budget's going to be relatively high already because they're. I mean, they're still going to use the Hollywood actors that they use for the Marvel movies in this. But I guess the question is why? Like, why are they doing it now? Why didn't they do it before the movies? Right? To flesh out these characters. For example, like Wanda, we barely see her in any of the movies at this point, right? She was. She was a focal point in um, Civil War. Civil War and Avengers 2. But at that point, you don't really know her that well, right? The character is not completely fleshed out versus Captain America, Iron Man. They already had their movies, right? So I guess you're giving these characters that are lesser known their eight hours. I think they're just put... Well, I, I think they chose those people because they either... Couple things... One of them is probably they probably think it's a better fit for a TV a TV series or a streaming service because they don't think it has the gravitas to 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 warrant like a full blown motion picture high budget motion picture for them. Like I don't know if it, I don't know if people will line up to watch a WandaVision. But the, okay, picture. but if nobody if people don't necessarily want to watch WandaVision, are they going to spend seven bucks a month on it? Well, if to you binge to seven bucks a month, but you're not just getting one division. You're getting, but like you said though, but like for for like Loki, Tom Hiddleston's a good character. He's very interesting. But if you hated Thor: The Dark World and you were happy to see Loki die in the first Infinity War, are you gonna watch a whole season of Loki kind of just causing trouble? And probably without having seen Chris Hemsworth either, right? Yeah. But again, it's like I think that they're throwing all these these series out on on their streaming services because I don't think they're entirely a hundred percent convinced it's gonna be a like a huge draw kind of thing. Mm. No, but at the same time, they're still willing to put out Black yeah. Widows, right? Yeah. Which makes even less sense now, right? When she's supposed to be killed off, but we're seeing a Black Widow. We don't even know if it's a prequel or a sequel to whatever happened to her. So that's probably because it doesn't sound like she's coming back. But it also looks like it. It looks just current to the situation or something like that to to Infinity War. But but was is that worthwhile? Like, do we need to see that when we already know she's gone? Oh, I think I think people will watch. You think people will watch? But okay, so is it a is it worth a hundred fifty million dollars or is it worth? $250 $250 million to make this. So I'm saying a $250 would be a movie. $150 million would be the TV show, right? How come they didn't relegate her to TV stand, you know, TV stands versus... Like, is it because Scarlet's a bigger draw? Oh, You're definitely. Guessing? Definitely. Okay. No, I mean, that's, that could be a reason why. I mean, it's hard to, it's, and it's hard to see, it's hard to see, like, Scarlett Johansson doing, like, a, a series or a streaming series. See, but you would better flesh out her character. I think she understands character development, too. And I think she probably feels pretty underserved in the shows, right? In the movies. That she kind of was only the eye candy the majority of the time, right? 
but again, it's like she's she is still quite an in demand Hollywood actress. So yeah. like she wouldn't waste her. I don't think she would waste her time on a teaser where she can be making big budget motion pictures. Hmm. Well, it's hard nowadays to consider what's big budget because both are going to be huge yeah. budgets. It's just going to be the stigma between television and yeah. movies has. But she's still, yeah. But she's still, I mean, like, she's doing other, she's a person that has a lot of, I'm sure she has a lot of things on her itinerary besides Marvel movies. Mm. Like, as opposed to some of the other guys there, it's like, I don't know if their calendar is super full with. Well, I think slowly they're becoming more famous, like a lot of these players, right? The Anthony Mackie, you know, I just saw him in in Black Mirror. Mirror. So but he's, he's not like, but he's not headlining other motion pictures. Not yet. Not like ScarJo, though. I mean, he is a minority actor, we'll say. So mm. that we we're not seeing him. We're not seeing a lot of yeah, minorities. But I mean, that's what I'm saying is that for for Scarlett Johansson, she's a she's a headliner on 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 major motion pictures. Mm. She could easily just say quit the Marvel thing altogether and then be perfectly set doing other stuff. But don't you think Disney should be better served loading up their their new arsenal at that point, like their X Men franchise, the Fantastic Four. Well, those are still probably still in development. I mean, these are we're talking about movies that's coming in in the next year or so. Yeah, but I mean, without even hearing peeps of it, right? We're seeing we're seeing how Dark Phoenix is kind of crapping out. We're gonna see how the new mutants are, right? If I think they're gonna release that, so the Fantastic Four has been dormant what for two years now. When was well, the, the Fan Force stick? Yeah. Was that two years? So, shouldn't they have, like, once they acquired it, been like, okay, we're going to start developing, creating their franchise or creating the foundation, right, for that? To me, like we were saying, that this generation is kind of done. And maybe that's why they're relegating it to TV or subscription-based television, because they're kind of done. You know, they're kind of putting it away, packaging them off kind of letting them sail off nicely, right? I would like to hope that it would be a jump-off point, not a slide down. I mean, I guess that's what I'm I'm perceiving the Disney Plus things as. Like a, In terms of the Marvel movies, for now. I don't know. I mean, you see that as a downgrade? I think it's not necessary. Like, it's it's nice. Like, are you gonna are you going to buy Marvel Plus? Or not Marvel, Disney Plus? I was probably thinking about it, yeah. Are you going to kill off your Netflix? No. So you'd, you'd be one to keep both. Yeah, because you're not going to get any Disney products on Netflix anymore. They they said you there's there's little caveats and loopholes, but but eventually, I mean, they're like all the, right now you're catching all like the new stuff. You're not going to probably get all the like all the latest like two two digital or two streaming service yeah. titles. So you're yeah. not going to see Endgame on Netflix. I like not like um I don't think you're gonna see Captain Marvel either, if I'm not mistaken. Down is gonna be the first one that'll show up on Disney Plus. Yeah, we'll see. Cause I cause it's already, it's already on digital now. In addition to that Marvel, right? We've seen Agents of Shield on ABC, mm-hmm. right? Which they always said will tie into the movies, but they never tied it into the movies, right? Agent Carter too, right? But then Hulu has the Runaways right now. Mm-hmm. On, season, on their second season, Cloak and Dagger is on another channel. And in addition to that, Hulu is going to get Ghost Rider and Hellstrom. They're developing those two as well. Yeah. Why? So why is that not on the Disney stream? <laughs> Technically, if you look at it, Disney owns like 
two thirds of Hulu at this point because mm-hmm. they're because Hulu is comprised of I believe it's CBS, ABC, and Fox. Disney now owns Fox. Disney owns ABC. Mm-hmm. So technically, two thirds of Hulu is a Disney company. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just put it on their Disney Plus programming? I would think so. I would think so. so. I mean, that was part of the reason. I think that was part of the reason why Netflix canned all the, all the Marvel, all their Marvel stuff. Which was a mistake too, because that was. I mean, the stuff on Netflix was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they said it's like I don't know if it was I don't know if there was pressure from Disney or if it was like Netflix saying like we're not going to give Disney money to. I think Disney just didn't want to share after a while because if well, they know they're bringing back all their. Yeah. Property, they might as well just bring it all home, right? They don't yeah. need to share. So, thinking the Disney, the content that they're they're planning to do with Disney Plus is more wholesome or family friendly. Well, that's the question too, right? Is is Ghost Rider and Hellstrom a family friendly type things when they're from Hell, right? Yeah. So, so I don't know if it's going to be a little bit more darker or more edgy. Yeah. Because the content, the the actual subject matter itself is pretty edgy and. And then, and then Dark. with Deadpool too, is that going to be on Disney? No, I don't think there is. I don't think they're saying that. So they're so they're really trying to separate their R-rated material. So maybe they'll put all their adult material onto Hulu, mm-hmm. which is under their flag, and then have their PG-13 stuff, like you know, all the Marvel stuff that we know now. I guess mm-hmm. will go onto Disney Plus. Yep. So, do you think that would be the next big? Series or th- I'm not sure because, like I was saying before, I think Avengers Endgame was the pinnacle of ten years of the ten year culmination of everything. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if people are willing to take that ride anymore. And we're not even I'm not even talking about Marvel, but like any other, maybe in a smaller scale, like the Fast and the Furious franchise. We'll see. I think Fast and Furious has, is going to have up to ten, if I'm not mistaken. If this Hobbs and Shaw doesn't count. I'm not sure if there's two more. So I was looking at that, and then there's an actual women's women's group, Fast and Furious, in the pipe as well. Mm. See, but is that necessary, or are you just trying to squeeze blood out of a stone? Right, I, I think with Fast and Furious, they're just trying to milk this sucker right out to the end. It still does good numbers any time it comes out. Well, because there's either Vin Diesel or The Rock, when you don't have either in there, and you're going to have the females, who are going to be the females in the show, right? Is it going to be Natalie Manuel, Jordana Rooster? Who's the jaw? Are they going to bring back um, Charlize Theron as Cypher or whatever? Probably all of them. But Cypher's a bad chick, right? So, I, so these chicks are going after the bad chick. So the biggest name will be the bad chick. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Well, and but like if you think about those names, these are now. I mean, no disrespect to Michelle Rodriguez, but she's not the A-list star that she was. Yeah. Maybe Jordana Brewster, her star is kind of dimmed. The only one, Natalie Manuel, is kind of the hotness. But oh, they might bring they might bring a they might introduce a new female lead. Who knows? Which is going to be hard because now you just change like like when they brought in The Rock as the anti-hero, he's taken over. Right, and so at this point, if you bring in another or the, huge female or, star, yeah, it could be Charlize Theron makes the does the does the rock turn or the or what what's his name? She could, but she also killed. What's the guy? But what's what's the Brit's name too? The one uh, 
uh, Shaw, Deckard Shaw, Owen Shaw, Deckard Shaw. But I mean, he did. He he's kind of doing the 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 bad guy hero turn too, right? Yeah, Jason but Statham. but but he's doing it with the Rock. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it with Vin Diesel them because Vin Diesel still is like you killed. Han, yeah. right? So they could do it as separate because if Vin Diesel's not involved, she killed Vin Diesel's side piece, right? Not Mel- Michelle Rodriguez. So Michelle Rodriguez would be fine on that because he just killed off the side piece. But but anything that involved Vin Diesel, okay, that would be crunchy. It's an all-female, so he ain't, he's not going to be in it. Yeah. But I guess in terms of talent, what do we want to see? How do we want to see it? Marvel's always going to be Marvel. They're going to always have stuff. Going back to that, so there was that little nod to the A-Force, right, in Endgame. Mm. Do people want to see that? Or are we not ready for an all-female superhero group? Uh, I don't know. Because that's that's equally as important, right? Like, Mm. if if you're saying that a lot of the, these gearheads who like Fast and Furious are just going to be willing to see a bunch of chicks do it. I mean, they've kind of done that with a lot of... I mean, there's there's other series that... Done, I mean, was the Oceans the Oceans team did it too. Was it Oceans 8? Did it do well? I don't know. I no. mean, but it's like some... <laughs> Ghostbusters, some, did it do well? No. They're so. still trying though. I mean, they're, they're going to... Maybe they'll try. Who knows? Well, they're rehashing Ghostbusters, but they're doing it. They're redoing it as a male cast. Right well, again. They're, they're redoing it as a sequel. Yeah, so not a not a reboot. Yeah, so they're not doing women. They're doing men. I mean, right? it could have if they did it as a as a sequel instead of a reboot. I think it might have gotten a little bit more. I don't think it would have gotten as much resistance as it as it was as in terms of the we're replacing your your, your original quartet with these women, mm. and then we'll just do, like, a little nod towards them instead of, you know what I mean, continuing on. If yeah. they were, like, if they were the daughters of, like, some of them, a couple of them were the daughters of yeah, of Venkman and blah, blah, mm. blah, then, yeah, you know, there's a way, there's ways you can, there was ways that they could have. Well, fan service, like yeah, you're saying. Exactly. So, that's interesting, but... All right, what else? So, um, let me let me throw a couple series that I've seen coming out that uh, some of these either streaming services or or stations are kind of throwing their money into, uh, betting on that it'll it'll take. Uh, one of them is called The Witcher. That's uh running on net. That's gonna be showing at I, th- I believe it's gonna uh show up on Netflix at the end of the year. It's a um, I don't know if it's going to be a movie or a series, but it's basically uh it's it's based on a video game, the Witcher series. Mm-hmm. It's got that it's got that uh fantasy sci-fi shtick to it. Mm-hmm. So it's a medieval and magic. So a little bit of a little bit of Game of Thrones flavor into it, mm-hmm. little dark, little gritty. Um, if it sticks to the original games, like there's some lewdness. <laughs> Did you play the games before? I played a little. So what is it about? Basically, this is a oh, there's these um, these special people. They're called witchers that are. RPG, real time strategy. What kind of game is it? It's like an action action RPG. First person shooter? No, no, no. Okay. over the top. But um, but 
uh, stars the the Witcher. The main character is going to be starring uh, Henry Cavill. So, non non mustached Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman, and uh, I think Netflix is trying to see if they can turn do a successful series on based on a video game because we haven't seen one really do well minus maybe Resident Evil. <laughs> well, Netflix is going all in on a lot of things, right? Oh, they they're they're throwing well they're they're spending money all over the place. So for one is they're doing the prequel to the Dark Crystal, right? Yeah, I see Age that. of Resistance. Um they're trying to reboot the Chronicles of Narnia. Yep. So I I didn't hear that much about Narnia except that they could possibly be remaking everything. Either they might jump off from the silver chair or they're going to just shit can the previous and just go from the beginning. I'm, I'm wondering sure. I'm wondering if they're going to do it if they're going to do it chronologically or they're going to actually do it by order of series. Okay. Because if you go chronologically the first story that they have to they would use is I think it's the magician's nephew, which is the sixth book. But but aren't they, isn't that going ahead of time? No, it's actually it goes back in time. It's um that's the time when you find out like who was uh who how the white witch came to be and. Oh, oh, how Aslan built the... Oh, Magician's Nephew then Lion the Rich in the Wardrobe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I'm wondering if... For some reason, I was thinking the Magician's Nephew is way in the front, but... No, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> they can do that. They sh- They have to... They actually... In theory, if you're going to build this world, you would have to redo it with all new kids and stuff, and you'd start them at a young age like they did Harry Potter. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're going to jump in mid-series... Nobody will give a crap about the kids. Yep. Right? So you would have to rebuild your entire yeah. world, your whole Narnia world or whatever. Um, let's see. I'm going to jump into HBO since HBO's got a lot of free time now since there's no more Game of Thrones. Uh, one of the series that they're they're uh, trying to uh, push is The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm. it seems to be a continuation of what happened in the actual Watchmen movie. Yeah. So it's a it's a sequel per se or following up because they're going to turn it I believe it's a series. It's a sequel but it's a new story. Yeah. So it's not based on anything that anybody has seen yet. I mean they're still doing like I th- I think it's it still draws upon like the major happenings of what what hap- like what what actually happened in No, they're talking about what yeah, they they look back to what happened but it's not something that has already been put down in comics. No. Because they're doing it yeah, from yeah. real yeah. world situations. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's but it's still dry like the 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 happenings of like what happened in the movie is canon. Yeah. Yeah. So something I mean they're 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 doing reverence to that. They're bringing the Rorschach character who's dead in the show and all that and, stuff. And yeah, and it and they they assumed a lot of I mean like Rorschach dropped his little book yeah. to the public to that writer so from what is understood is like that guy published 
those yeah. writings, and yeah. now there's a cult of Rorschachs. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay, uh... Let's and don't forget, HBO has Westworld Season 3, so... Have you have you been watching... Westworld? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a show that people may not like it because they just don't understand it. Where is it? On season two or season three right now? Uh, next year will be season three. Okay. So they've taken this year off. So. But I've heard people talk about it. And they said like the second season kind of went a little sideways. They're adding a lot to the show. Most of the stuff that they did you know, was already done. And then so now with the second and third seasons, they're going to different worlds. So you, know, you have to do a lot of world building. Sometimes people... So you think this, but like the second season was more of a setup kind of thing, or well, they, a build up, like it, a build up. Not necessarily a build. It's just kind of like with the issues of Game of Thrones with season seven and eight. You might have gotten an outline, but you don't know how to put it together. But now that season three is maybe their own, they have time. That's why maybe they needed this entire year to really flesh out the story, make it tight, make it make sense. Unlike. Season 2, that was kind of all over the place because they didn't know where to go and they didn't have enough time to set it up and flesh out the characters. Mm. That's what I'm getting because they did take the calendar year. So this whole year, 19 is gone, right? So mm. they're, they're going to do it in 2020. They're going to release, uh, I don't know if it's like Shogun World or something for Westworld. So. And it's going to be a full season, like, like a 10 episode. Yeah, 10 to 12 episodes. <coughs> I mean, they're expensive. And I think with some people, some people just don't get it. And if they don't get it, like if it's not dumbed down enough for some people, some audiences, they just won't attach, right? Mm -hmm. If you're into like really subtlety and nuance, Westworld is kind of that show for you. It's not, it's not a show for the masses. You can't just jump in. When, when we first started watching it, me and Rick, I think we just kind of jumped in and you're just lost. You're like, I don't know what the hell is happening. So you really have to watch seasons you know the first part of the season flesh mm. it out make it make sense or mm. you know have those go on youtube and watch like you know the what's world for dummies season one what's world for dummies season two so you can understand what's happening mm. without it you'll just be very confused see going into cbs looks like they're still trying to push star trek the star trek series with their Star Trek Discovery on their streaming service. And from what I understand, Patrick Stewart's going to have his own show as reprising the role as Captain Picard. From what I understand, the reviews are really, really good for the for the Star Trek Discovery shows. People really like Discovery, yeah. I mean, the movies looks like it's pretty much done. Oh, the Kelvin Timeline movies. Yeah, the Kelvin Timeline movies. So I think those are done because I think like a lot of the, uh, some of the major major characters are not did not renew their contracts part of it was that part of it was they wanted more money because Hemsworth would have been it Chris Pine so Hemsworth was not the A-list actor when he was first in the first movie now that he's Thor and Men in Black now he's he can command a huge sum see but the whole thing with CBS is they're putting it on their streaming they're not putting it on the free service so essentially as if you gotta pay to play right so if, if you want this show you got and it's exactly it. and it's exactly why they did it because they want they were they they put this and from what I understand I mean you, when you look at it it is a it's a high budget polished show and they're putting it on their streaming because for the for exact reason is that is 
They want you to subscribe, so this is their gem that they're throwing in there. Uh, I'm going to switch over to the films and movie side, and you already touched up on it. Um, we had a Deadpool 2. Looks like there's going to be another Deadpool and a possible X-Force spinoff. I was hearing that they're not going to do an X-Force. They're just going to do a Deadpool. I mean, that's that's what it sounds but it, like. It, it seems like they're going to keep that universe separate from the Marvel from the Marvel Universe. They're going to try, it sounds like, but at the same time, they're still trying to drop him into certain things. It's It sounds weird. Yeah, so I'm not sure if they're going to have, like, this dead... It could be a Deadpool universe with Cable, with Domino... Uh, was it Domino? Domino, yeah. And then maybe some other, you know, some other people from... I think they even were going to do, a, like, a little... Not a movie, but maybe a small thing about, like, that... was his name? Bob or something? <laughs> Bob the the um the See, Hydra, but you, you wouldn't Hydra. have to worry you could put that as YouTube. Yeah. Don't you think? Like it'd be like a extra thing that's yep. just another line of income for them. People will watch it and they'll People get... watch it and it's not an expensive sounding thing, right? The yeah. the Bob character. I think it was like he was it's an actual comic book character is like it's the the Bob the Hydra Stooge yeah, you guys. It's Hydra friend or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And another one was that I was looking at that might have potential to build into a uh, like a kind of a nice series or a, a successful series. Sony's uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie was a kind of like a underrated success. It has the potential to have multiple spin-offs because you have now you can have different types, different Spider-Man. You can, but they're also acknowledging in this new Spider-Man movie. A multiverse. Yes. Right? So, I guess the question now becomes, why relegate itself to a cartoon when you can go live action? Well, there's two different studios because the Spider-Man, that, that one's going to be mostly controlled by Marvel Disney, where the Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse is pure Sony. No, but Spider-Man Homecoming and is it for the Marvel-Sony collab? That's this, what I, that's what my interpretation was that after this their their collaboration is over with the um so this this one that's coming up yeah with home or with the away from home or something whatever like either this one or the next one and after that they're done their alliance is over then that would be interesting for Sony because Spider Man would go back to Sony mm-hmm. so. They think they can do it on their own. They, they've created Venom. Venom did relatively well, right? So Sony would get their Spider-Man back. We, the Marvel Universe would lose Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Or or you decide to turn him into Miles Morales. Not necessarily kill off the Spider-Verse one, but you bring him to live action, right? Because you've already seated that Miles Morales does exist in, his, in the universe when his brother, the Uncle Aaron was in the universe too, right? Mm-hmm. So you can bring him over. And then give them back. Give give. Well, I mean, Tom Holland back. It all depends on what Sony want, was thinking about. What Sony wants to do when you do. When well, you Sony d- still wants to make their Sinister Six, right? They they still want to build the, their universe of their villains out. It seems. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, this yeah, and they screwed up multiple times already. Well, did they? I mean, Ameri- Amazing Spider-Man wasn't that bad. But it's hard to think they're going to reboot again or they're going to lose Tom Holland and they got to go yeah. Miles Morales. And at that point, the you, thing, you should the, kill off Spider-Man or Spider-Man should go away forever. The thing know? is that when you do like these animation 
when you do the animation ones, the budget is... I don't think you have to spend as much money. No. So the risk is lower. And, you know, if they can build that, it's like... It's kind of cheaper money for them to... to it's a less riskier venture. Yeah, but I think at, at this point, Disney, they don't care. They got money, right? And like you said, if they know this thing will print money, they might as well keep doing it. Yep. But... The issue now becomes for those people that are like, I don't get it. Why is Spider-Man here and here and they're not the same, but they sound the same? You know, like, then it becomes confusing to some people, right? I mean, then you get into what is what DC is doing. What DC is doing is barely treading water and... Well, they have, like, what, now just, like... They're going to get... At one point, there were, like, two two Joker movies in the works or something like that. There's at least, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's all different. Yeah, because one is a Scorsese one, right? So people want to be jumping on board a Scorsese one. And then then there's the Joaquin Phoenix one. And then there's the Joker that's in the universe now, the Jared Leto, right? But when you put in so many Jokers, then you invalidate. It's like like the football, two viable quarterbacks equals zero viable quarterback. You're pretty much just going, we don't know what we're doing. We have no streamlined effort. Because part of the beauty of Marvel is that it's so streamlined, right? They're, they're, well, they're not diverging. They're not diverging. They they kind of stuck to their guns. Like, and and streamlining is what's kept it alive to this point. Yeah, I, I mean, like, and I think they, I think they took they took a couple bumps in the road. Like, um, the first and second Thor movies weren't that good. Didn't do very. To me, actually, the first Thor movie was not that bad, and it was really a bump in the road because you were character building. But, but no, once but, you got to Ragnarok. Then you got his voice, and that's thanks to Taika Waititi, right? Yeah, but I mean, like I'm saying, like like Thor two was a you could say as a failure. It didn't it didn't do numbers. It didn't wasn't reviewed well, but they still didn't eject. You know, they kept to the plan. No, well, they ejected the director though. Yeah, you know, they ejected I mean. the director, but like I think it's the opposite of what DC does. Is like when they're when they throw out a film and then they see it fail and like. Well, shit, it ain't gonna work, so they, they they crumple it up and throw it, and it's like, okay, let's reboot, let's let's try again and reboot it or change directions, or they don't stick to their guns. Well, same, well, same with the X Men, right? And I think that's why X Men failed because you keep rebooting, and then you you get these big state movies like Dark Phoenix. Nobody cares because. We didn't see Sophie Turner much more than two movies, so I don't care. Mm. Do you care about Sophie Turner? Not really. Do you care about McAvoy? Not really. Do you, I mean, I like these characters. You want to see them fleshed out more. But, you know, we've seen Dark Phoenix twice, and they failed twice. Mm. And it's because we only got four hours of build-up for each character, at most. You know, the first season, the, the first X-Men, did you like Famke Jansen? Yeah, not really. Not really. I mean, like, she wasn't likable. You don't care. So when she died, you're like, oh, she dead. Whatever. And then when she comes back as Phoenix, you're like, oh, shit, what's Phoenix? Right? Did the Phoenix come out of the water? Because that's weird. In the in the whole movie, in the comic books, she's coming from space, right? So that's why we're hoping that when they're going to build out X-Men three to five years from now, when they start rolling them out, that they roll them out slowly, carefully. You build them into the story. You make them like them. So, like, you're guessing... We'll say, like, uh, maybe Storm shows up in Black Panther 2, mm. right? As the the queen of Wakanda, because that's in the books, right? Or in 
in Doctor Strange, you'd have okay. So, but you'd have to. I mean, you'd have to start matching up guys with each other, right, for it to make sense. You know, like um, like they had that thing on um Twitter, right? They had that redacted statement or something that was talking about the the weapon one, weapon ten. So, the association between Wolverine and Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. Cat America, Phantom X, like those. So that's kind of leading into binding their stories together, right? So that that to me that's interesting that you start fleshing out and building a story like out of that, right? Mm. I think for them to be successful with these X Men, that's what they need to do. Like Watchmen, it would be hard if you never saw the movies mm. because you're gonna be like, who the hell is this? So are they gonna spend the first three hours talking about? Doctor Manhattan, you know, you know, like just well, when when you're doing like series, it's a it's a you can take it. your time. Yeah, you can you can piece it. But at the same time, you you don't want to lose the fans of Watchmen, right? You yeah. want them to be like invested from the jump, right? So yeah. like Picard, will it succeed? Well, Discovery is interesting because it was Discovery is pre Kirk, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Pike. It's, it's so Captain Pike, and it's this there. This is not. The Kelvin timeline. This is yeah. supposed to be the OG, the yeah. original timeline. So, so it's interesting because they do have Spock in it, if I'm not mistaken, right? So they, but it's leading into Enterprise, right? Yeah. So that's how they can get away with it because they know they can start seeding characters or seeding things into it, right? Picard is going to be hard because we haven't seen Picard in 15 years, yeah, or whatever. I mean, the last time we saw him was was he a Borg? No, no. no. That was first con. No, that wasn't first contact. That was was it generations? No, yeah, it was next generation. No, was it generations with the when oh. they met Kurt in the Nexus? When the last time Picard was on a movie? Oh, the last time Picard was in a movie, it was uh, Nemesis. Nemesis was the last of the Star Trek movies. No, what, what happened in Nemesis? That's the one that he fought the the Romulan clone of himself. So but that's yeah. the last time we seen well, Picard. <laughs> yeah, and. I'm just I'm just it's because like Patrick Stewart's what late sixties? No, I think he's like close to eighty, like late seventies. Yeah, so like man, to have him do a series, that's 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 demanding a lot for from seventy year old seventy something year old dude. Well, it'll be interesting how they what what they're gonna do because is he gonna be it's the? Not gonna, from what I said, it's not it's it's not gonna be like a Star Trekky where he's like sitting at, at the sitting at the captain's chair with a flying a ship somewhere it's more I don't know they said it was more, more archaeology right yeah more kinda drama-ish like, kind of stuff part of the appeal of Star Trek is space flight and alien civilizations right that's that's yeah. why we like so Star Trek so it's it's weird it's weird that they they went that way but which which else way would you see would you want to see Riker or would you have seen Data or uh, the I Wesley mean, Crusher. <laughs> I mean, or should you have just let Sleeping Dogs lie, right? Like, I could see, I could see the, I could see the appeal of doing a Riker centric one because in the in the last movie, the fin- the last movie of, that had the Next Generation crew, mm. that was the one that they announced that Riker was promoted to captain and then mm. he and basically was given a ship called the USS Titan which was one mm. of the b- 
biggest fucking ships that the Federation had. Yeah. So the whole idea of like Riker commanding his own ship with a brand new crew, with a brand new everything, but you just have one character that's kind of a, you know, a callback to mm-hmm. to the continuity. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting, and it would be like it's the this from understand this ship is not meant to be like an exploratory ship. It's a more a battle, yeah, military type. So it'll be more actiony. So w- would would you want to see the next generation in the Kelvin timeline? Out of curiosity, or not do you really see? Because to me, that would become they would become more militaristic. Yeah, the Kelvin timeline is more action based. I think if we were to see the next generation in the Kelvin timeline, they would be it would be like that. Mar- not the Marauder, but it would you know like the what is the ship that that. Robocop had you know, like when they're like, oh, here's the Enterprise. Oh, here's another one coming out of <laughs> oh, the Vengeance or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I would think I would think the new Enterprise would be more like the Vengeance or whatever. Oh well, yeah, you mean like it would just be like weapons and just guns blazing, yeah, guns I mean, everywhere. It would be it would be more in, it would be a departure from the next generation we would know. There, Star Trek has what Star Trek has going for them was like five pretty successful ser- TV series. Mm-hmm. A, dozen movies so there's a lot of canon that they can draw upon a lot of different storylines that they've they've explored like so you could take it all kinds of different ways one of one very very interesting one was uh remember that series enterprise mm-hmm. they did uh i think the in the final season they did like a four part or a three part or a four part episode of the mirror of the mirror universe yeah and that was hot that was uh empress hoshi sato because she drugged what's his name I remember that Archer. She became the Grand Empress or something. Oh, you're just you're just staring at her. She's hot. She's wearing paramedrip. <laughs> <laughs> when the hell did when the hell did Starfleet allow freaking cut off in cleavage? What, <laughs> I mean, they let they let cleavage slide with seven of nine, of course. But well, she was wearing full body suit, but it was yeah. tight. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't have their midriff days at cleave. But uh, see, just, but they could go into the future then. Right? Well, they could just they could have just like just. They could do a whole series of just the Mary Universe. That's cool, but I would say you just go into the future so you expand your universe even farther, right? Well, I mean, in the future of the Mirror, I'm talking about. No, you know that the Galact... It was the... It would just go sideways, I think. Like, we would just become bad people. No, because it was an empire, right? I mean, essentially, it was just... Empire. Crushing. It was just but us then, crushing everyone, so... Yeah, but then it became, like, like in that, in that universe... They show it like here and there in all the different Star Trek stuff, and then it finds like the it becomes the the Federation or whatever is not is the you know became is the Empire, yeah. and they're the majority, but there's small pockets of resistance. Mm. So now it becomes the thing in with all the Star Trek and Enterprise and all that stuff. The Federation, they're the majority, so yeah. most of the universe thinks like them or yeah. their part. But you know, you never had a series where the the main characters are the minority against. But part of the beauty of those the mirror universe was the fact that you had characters you've already known and loved, yeah. But yeah. to have it as a new one, it's but you can hard. Have, well, you can but you can you can start off with a new set of characters that is part of this small rebellion thing, mm. and then you can bring in cameos of other people being. You know, their mirror selves, right? Mm. It's like, oh, coming across the something, something, and all of a sudden it's like evil, freaking evil Yoshi or 
You know, See, but you do. have to like the. But to me, it's like you have to like the first characters first, right? So you'd have to, you'd have to have conventional for like a couple years. So you'd mm-hmm. have discovery for the next two years, and season three, you flip it. Then it's like the or it's empire. Always a, right? Yeah, or it's always like they could always do like what they always done is like like somebody from the regular universe gets pulled into the mirror one, and they're stuck. Mm-hmm. It's like oh my god, it's against now. It's oh, like yeah. everybody's evil. So well, like, the teleporter can always do that. Yeah, right? yeah. So you bring you don't have to bring everybody, but you just bring like like whoever mm-hmm. you want to bring. Right, some guy who was there and is like all of a sudden is like now is like now you're like oh help like well, I don't know Riker whatever mm. fuck it's like he's in he, now he's in the mirror universe it's like you gotta help us fight the empire mm. and he decides to stay and now he's the leader of this small rebellion thing and then mm. you know they f- fight their evil whatever yeah. Yeah. so anyway uh, what else you got on your list there sir do we want to talk. Back about Disney Plus with the Mandalorian and future Star Wars things. Um, do you think they're? I mean, do you think they're gonna they're gonna be? Is it gonna be a one? You think it's gonna be a one one shot deal, or do you think it's gonna? I th- be, you mean like is the Mandalorian just gonna be like a one, one season sh- thing? Yeah. Nah, I think it's gonna last a while. They're gonna do a because se- Fav. I think Favreau is on it, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of big names that are attached to the thing, so. I don't think they're thinking just a one-off season. I think they're going for a while. Mm. Um, I think that it's going to sustain. Well, it's gonna it's gonna lead up into the rise of Skywalker. It comes out in November, leads into Christmas. Boom, rise of Skywalker. You know that dies down. Probably next year they'll say something about a new series because they're supposed to have a movie every year, right? I from thought from what I, from what I understand. Damn, I gotta I gotta go read those notes again, but like from what I understand is they were saying after Skywalker yeah. they're gonna take a break. They're gonna take a break from movies. No. Just from Star Wars canon. But they were gonna build because I, I thought if I was in the same that Weiss and Benioff have one series, they're gonna do Knights of the Old Republic. But that's all on Disney Plus and not talk, like No, that that's gonna be movies, right? Knights of the Old Republic. Is it? Yeah. So they're gonna, so, but, and from that point on, they're just gonna do movies every other year. They're not gonna do the Star Wars canon. So there's not gonna be an episode 10, 11, 12, but they're gonna do subsequent movies. That's so what I'm talking thought about. Like spin off movies then. Yeah. I mean, whatever we wanna call it. I mean, they're gonna do pre pre Star Wars, post Star Wars. I mean, they're not gonna do. Cause, it, cause it's like from, cause they start. Because they were already starting to announce like they're shelving a bunch of stuff that they were planning for the screen was Solo Two was got shelved. Yeah. Um, the Boba Fett movie got shelved. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're they're putting stuff. Not saying they're canceling, but they're just shelving it. They're putting it on hiatus. But they're so also they're, they're, they're also putting stuff on track like the Benioff and Weiss movies, right? Yeah. So but they haven't even announced names or titles over that, so I'm not sure how far down the line we're going to hear about it because they haven't even started filming. Yeah, but they, I mean, the 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 word was to me was Knights of the Old Republic and stuff like that. So, mm. so I mean, because if they yeah, that's all information yeah. from the games and stuff they can add. Because if they so. haven't done casting and anything yet, it's hard to it's hard to imagine anything coming out next year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but you also gotta let you gotta let what's called um, that's why it's like the I, rise of Skywalker burn though. Because if you start saying like, "Oh, we gotta do this," it it feels like 
we're not trusting this product, right? Or we're not yeah. trusting the Mandalorian. So you just gotta essentially. So Star Wars is whipping their dick out and go deal with it, right? And yeah. then if you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you hate it. But you gotta show it off and on its glory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, just look, just just in terms of like scheduling standpoints yeah. and stuff. With if you're gonna if you're saying that, then if they're not gonna announce anything and then they're gonna let Skywalker the the final episode. Uh, play out on in December. Mm. Any announcements or anything after that, uh, it's probably going to be for 2021. Well, they're also saying too, right, that they're possibly not going to put. I think they're saying the part of the fault with Solo is that they put it into a summer movie, right, versus the December movies that they always put yeah. it into. So that was the failure on their part. But like what we saw with. Marvel Endgame, they they held all their cards back until Endgame dropped, right? Yeah. And even then, so we don't... They said Eternals is supposed to come out next year and Black Widow, but we don't know when and how that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know how that flops either, so they can... It might... It, things might have... Well, I don't know if they're hard dates yet. I know they announced. Well, they have the slots, right? They always have the, the summer slot and then the... July 1st slot and then but they didn't put in names yet right I think they, they're saying D24 they might do it or Comic Con this year they're going to do it but they've held their cards even past Spider-Man right so I'm guessing Star Wars they gotta let for, for Star Wars you gotta let this thing shine as big and as bright as possible because like we're saying this is it right so they yeah. kind of be they can't look like a position of weakness going we're thinking about our next thing. Yeah, you, you, you just gotta be like, dude, back off. This is. But if you're gonna if you're gonna wait until the end of 2019 to announce your lineup for 2020, mm. that's a little, it's a little short. So like, yeah, I mean, I don't think you tight. like to be. Yeah, I mean, in all in all reasonableness, you know, you don't expect any Star Wars movie in 2020. Mm. Because or don't expect a big blockbuster because they could do smaller, you know. They could do yeah. Obi Wan. We, we don't know. We don't know because everybody's thinking Obi Wan or yeah. But like, know. if there's no script, there's no cast or no like that. Chances are, it's if it's going to be something small, then it's probably going to end up on their streaming service. I don't think it, it. I don't think they have the time. I don't think they will have the time or the resources to to crank a movie out within the t- calendar yeah. year of 2020. Unless it's at the very, very end, and that's a major rush. Well, see, I mean, but we're not privy to a lot of information, too, and it's July. Yeah. Right Right now, it's not even July. It's mid-June. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, by the... But if you, yeah, but if you're saying, like, if you're saying that's what they're going to do, yeah. then... It's, it's going to be a rush job. Yeah, or, it's going to be a rush job, but they're not going to do that. Yeah. They got, they got, I mean, it's freaking Disney. They got plenty of stuff. They, can, they have plenty of other shiny things to... Yeah. To... Keep our attention. Distract us. Yeah. yeah. So look at this. You know, whatever. Because they're bringing out rebels and everything too, right? The cartoon, like they're re- yeah. cartoons. They're doing rebels. They're doing all these other stuff. So they can they can play around with other shit. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So in addition to this, there's two other things that I was going to talk about. All right. Um, I don't have stars. Do you have stars? No. I don't even know what channel that is, actually. But 
I don't have cable. The <laughs> one show that was interesting me the most was uh, American Gods. Okay. Uh, you heard about that? I've heard of it. Did not read up on it. It's a Neil Gaiman book, comic or whatever, graphic novel. Mm-hmm. It's about the old gods in the United States. When we say like old gods, like Odin, um, mm. like you know, like whatever you want to call it, versus, and they're slowly being eradicated by what they're calling the new gods, like okay. technology. So it's a pretty interesting act. Sure, it, it's it's kind of deep. It's a little freaky. I was I was this I was watching one of those like updates on the show, but it's um, you know they're they're talking about like the internet is a god, mm-hmm. and so and the and how these guys gather power is, you know like when people start watching TV, then you know the power the strength of the god increases as. Religion decreases and so, attention. Yeah, attention, fealty, whatever, loyalty, whatever you want to call it. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, so like Odin is a Norse mythology god that's slowly kind of getting old, dying off, and whatever. And it's like, so Odin is trying to recapture all the old gods because they know the fight is coming for the new gods of television, internet, whatever. And it's. Like, there's some big names on the show. Like, Orlando Jones was on it. Um, Jillian Anderson was the technology god, which is interesting because she, she changed or something like that. She, okay. Well, she changed, like, like I was reading from season one to season two, they changed her character. Oh. Because she's like, I'm, you know, she goes, I'll change with whatever the future is. So, initially she was Lucille Ball, she became Ziggy Stardust, and now she's Korean. Told you, Korea's taking over. Okay. But no, but it's it's just she can change her her visage and stuff like that. So it's it's a pretty interesting story. I think it's a little deep, but I, they're they're into season two. I think they're gonna make a season three. Unfortunately, don't know where Stars is. I don't even know where it is on my cable <laughs> subscription. Okay. And then um, Amazon Prime. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. I saw three things that are in the pipe for Amazon Prime. Mm. The first one is uh, Good Omens. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I watched it. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was good. You binge watched the whole thing, or is it just I watched the, the whole thing. Yeah, so that one is the. It was a short binge. It's not that many episodes, right? Seven or eight. Yeah, so it's the, it's an angel and a demon. So it's uh, the Doctor Who guy. It's David Tennant. Tennant, and then Martin Sheen. He was. He's a lot of weird characters. Like he was in Tron. He was in a. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. So he's they're they're both playing one's playing an angel, one playing playing a David, demon. David Tennant is the demon, Martin Sheen is the angel. These they were here since the dawn of man. David Tennant was the demon that actually gave Eve the apple. Mm. And uh what happened is that uh they were basically assigned to to be on Earth. So they throughout the centuries they basically just been among us through this whole time, mm. and now the signs of the apocalypse has started. The Antichrist is coming. The so. Antichrist is coming, and uh, the world is going to end. Um, they don't want it to, right? <laughs> but they don't want it. They don't want to because they love. They they grew accustomed to, to life, life yeah. on Earth, mm. so basically they don't want to fight, and they don't want Earth to die. So yeah. now they're trying to figure out how to. <laughs> Prevent. <laughs> Prevent this. It's got British humor, so it's a little, 
It's a little weird. The humor comes off a little... It's dry, I'm sure. Yeah, a little bit on the drier side. What episode was it? I think it was episode six, where the first half of the show, basically showing Tenet and Sheen throughout the ages, when they keep running into each other, mm. and then what, what they do, and when they see each other, they don't immediately fight. It's like, you know, have at the demon and whatever, hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's more like it's like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, what you what you been up to? Oh, I've been sinning, you know. <laughs> I've been causing a lot of causing this and that. And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, performing some minor miracle, blah blah blah, <laughs> whatever. And it's like, and like, okay, okay. And then you know, they, but anyway, okay. So your next one. The next one I saw was it's called The Boys. Okay. Did you see? No, I did not. So essentially, it's a it's a society where. Superheroes are present. You know, they're they're deified, are respected, but some of them have gone rogue. Okay. And so the boys are this group of vigilantes who are trying to take down these corrupt superheroes. Okay. So I think Carl Urban's in it. It looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everybody's just like, oh, it's, you know, so-and-so superhero. And then they're like, oh, if you want to take pictures with the superhero, you can do it. Like, so they're just, like, living the life. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, Carl Urban's character is like, I'm going to take all you motherfuckers out. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So it looked pretty interesting. Okay. I think it comes out in late July. And then the third one was, this is this hasn't come out yet, but they're saying Amazon Prime bought the rights to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I heard about that. They're not going to redo Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Rings. What they're going to do is they're going to set it 3000 years after to the no to the beginning of the era. So ultimately the end 14 years is the Lord of the Rings. The first 3000 lead into that. So the rise of Mordor, uh Sauron, Saruman, that kind of thing. Also, this is before the first battle, the very, very first battle between... Yeah. This is before the first defeat of, of yeah, Sauron. Yeah, yeah, so that So you'll see them building the rings, right, or whatever. Oh, gotcha. If I'm not... I, I'm just guessing, but I'm... Okay. I'm assuming that it's going to be... Okay, so when, when Lord of the Rings first came out, mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically when it came out, it was like, it was nothing that anybody ever, has ever seen. Yeah. Pretty much, right? And it was a it was a pop culture... Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Do you think the time has kind of passed already for this? Because you you have you've had like it's not unique anymore. We've had Game of Thrones. We've had like magic and sorcery and like all this kind of these kind of shows. Well, the one thing you really haven't seen now is futuristic on an epic level, like The Matrix. I mean, we had Ready Player One. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna hold your entire argument on Ready Player One, no, no, but like, I mean, like, but like I'm talking about like for this Lord of the Rings <clears throat> to come, what kind of level of success would you anticipate for a show like that? Low to moderate. I don't think it's if it's gonna end up on Amazon Prime, you're not gonna get the huge audience you expect oh, yeah. either. So it becomes a passion project more than anything. I think. Yeah. I mean, with an expensive one. Albeit, but our issue, you and I, have always been like, they should make new shit, right? What what have we talked about that's new? The Witcher. The Mandalorian. Well, Mandalorian came from Star Wars canon. Though. The Good Omens and The Boys. To me, I'm interested in seeing how these roll out. We don't know what to expect, right, with any of these new shows. With 
I mean, the, the good omen, the existential good versus evil, the apocalypse coming, part of it is our current atmosphere. We think this is the time, which is getting a little scary because it's getting a little too real now, right? So that's an interesting situation. The the American gods, that one's kind of interesting, similar lines, right? The apocalypse. I don't know, Witcher. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of interested in what the Witcher has to offer, but if you're saying, if you're saying it's Game of Thronesy. You know, we've already seen one good version of Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. So, Lord of the Rings, do we want to see it again? No, because again, we have to re- we have to reattach ourselves to characters. But if you're saying it's three thousand years, so it needs time apart. for it to percolate, right? Like we got to care about the characters again. It's gonna be and, new characters, yeah, all new characters, and you know, the only ones that will remember like Sauron and Saruman, right? Those those names. Another interesting one I was looking at, and this is not an old one. I mean, um, this is not necessarily a new one, but it's a refresh of something that might be interesting is an announcement out there that they're doing a Mortal Kombat series or movie, but it's more into the the mythos of the actual video game that's, you know, the current video game storyline. So this is not the one that we saw in... What was it, in the 90s or in something? In the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Were you watching the ones that were on Machinima? Yeah, those were good. So, really we've good. seen it. I mean, part well, of it I is... Mean, well, those, I mean, that was a re- reimagining of it. But, but that I mean, was a pretty good reimagining for me, right? I mean, yeah. you, you got important characters, big names, That was interesting action. that they had, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jerry Ryan or something. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was interesting that they... Like you said, so they, we know that they can do a good job of it. Now it's, what are you going to do that's different that we've already not seen? Mm-hmm. Right? That That's always the issue. It's, you know, if they're going to rehash... It's be a different style of, of like, yeah. like, I don't know if it's going to be, like, actual, like, action, like, mm-hmm. you know, action... Because it was like, interesting to see, like, the Scorpion origin story, the Sub-Zero yeah. origin story. But if we have to see it again, yeah. right, maybe, maybe a lot of people didn't see it on yeah. Machinima. So maybe... They'll be I surprised. mean, it was only there was only a, what four episodes, five episodes, and there were like about ten. Felt like minutes. ten episodes. Uh, was there? Wow! Like it felt like an hour long at least. Uh, oh, okay, total. Okay. But I mean, it was interesting. I think there were two seasons too. But I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was like when I saw the ones on Machinima, it's like it was kind of like quote unquote test test pieces. It tested, but it was it looked pretty clean because it had that. Ian Anthony Dale too as Sub Zero. I mean, yeah. they had they had enough big names. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was like kind of like a you know like how the whole thing leaked, the whole Deadpool thing leaked mm. when they had that yeah. that fight scene, which was like about five minutes, but it looked like very polished, right? Yeah. Well, there's some guy that's doing Obi One now as a crowd sourcing thing, yeah. and he's hoping that maybe he gets in a part of. The Obi-Wan that they're going to try and do down the road or whatever. So part of it, yeah. Maybe, maybe you said maybe maybe that was just a test test run machinima. But if they did Mortal Kombat, cool. Will I wa- would I run out and watch it? Doubtful. Mortal Kombat kind of ran its course too, right, mm-hmm. in the 90s. I mean, there's so many iterations. I mean, they could do Tekken, right? Tekken 4, Tekken 10. And yeah. And that's that's cool. I think yeah, and I think a lot of these studios are trying to find the next gold mine because like they've it looks like Disney Disney has tapped the Marvel comic book gold They're, mine. So comic books are kind of all the licensing is taken up already, right? Did you hear that uh, Taiko Waititi is doing Ghost not Ghost in the Shell Akira? He's yeah. doing Akira. Yeah, I saw I saw the Akira. So the, that yeah, that was my next thing is like I wonder if there's 
because we've seen a, a few already adaptations of like anime and I didn't manga. see I didn't see Alita Battle Angel. Is that good? It was pretty good. People, there's been a divide on people liking it and hating it. Like, it's it's it gets cringy a couple places. Uh-huh. Um, do you, are you familiar with the story or? The Lita Battle not, Angel? Not especially. Maybe people didn't like it because the Uncanny Valley thing. Like, she had weird googly eyes. I don't, I, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, the faces was a little unnerving. But, like, but the other thing is, like, there's a there's a relationship between the guy and her. There's an age discrepancy? Well, well it's technically, it's not a... Yeah, it's not real. There's... Right? It's, like, she's... Techni- if you want to go that way, she, technically, she's older because she's been in a junkie for oh. centuries. But, like... But when he rebuilds her, she's a kid. Yeah, she looks like young. twelve. And then all of a sudden, it's like when he, like she gets, she gets beat up, and then the 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 guy rebuilds her again. The professor rebuilds her again. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, now you look more like twenty or something like that. And, and it's like, and she's, and she's like, this is how this is how you're you're changing into the, with the form you feel like you should be. And it was like, ooh, um, okay. Now she's got like. She she made herself get bigger boobs. <laughs> that's something. It was so weird. And we're like, oh wow. Um, I don't know how I should feel about this. It's like a girl says, like a twelve year old girl says, like I want to be grown up now. And I was like, I'm all grown up, but you're still talking and acting like a. <laughs> but was the show good though? I, mean, I thought like, it was good. I like action wise, action wise, the action was real. Like, uh, the action was pretty clean. It was, it found it very clean and, yeah. It was is just there, is awesome. there gonna be another Elite of Battle Angel 2? They left it open, but box office wise, I don't think it did, I don't think it did numbers. Hmm. I mean, I think they made back their money, but I don't think it's. But do you think it could be fixed with minor tweaks, or is it just, it's done? It's. Like, Hellboy. It's got to be done now, right? Oh, yeah, that's done. done. That is absolutely done. Like, but Godzilla. Godzilla's coming out with another movie next year, right? Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Kong. Kong. So... Is it the same people? Yeah. It's not doing well, though. I, we, yeah, but... It the was already Monsters the, one is done. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it's in, but it's already in the pipe, in the works. Yeah. I mean, so... I mean, that's the question. Like, will Alita Battle Angel Part 2 fix the errors, or is it just... Irreparable damage and it's over. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, kudos to them to like assume that every like have the have the optimism. It's like it's going to be awesome, and they will we'll follow it up with a great sequel. <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess with everything now, it's it's become sequelized, right? That's that's the issue we I, always I talk about. I wonder where these guys do their re- how these guys do their research to find out like what the people want. Because I don't remember anybody saying, like, we need another Hellboy. But apparently every couple years, it just pops up out of nowhere, right? Like, what happened to Hellboy? Said no one ever. Okay, Pennyworth. Do you want to see Pennyworth come back? No. Alfred Alfred as an SS agent or whatever? Or secret agent? I, mean, I mean... Not really, right? But cause, they're, cause, they're, they're doing it. Because you look at Gotham. It's not doing numbers. It's, well, it's not done. Doing, now it's done. Yeah, it's done. But, I mean, it wasn't doing... and. Pennyworth was more the more more of a main character than Bruce. Yeah, right. Because he was the only one that was there. Like Bruce left right after I came back. Yeah, then yeah, and then Pennyworth was the one just ha- like taking care of you know handling mm. the estate, right? And then the WB has Batwoman, right? They're adding to their arsenal of. And that's uh, what's your name? Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. 
So she is openly gay, right? They're saying in the the character. Well, yeah, it's an openly gay character. So I mean, but, but she's like bisexual or something. Yeah, but is that? I don't care. Hey, but is that necessary for is us that, to have Batwoman? No, it's not. That's not the only way. That's not the only way. But like, I don't know. I well, no knocking against Ruby because I saw her in I saw her in John Wick two and. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> Wasn't she deaf in John Wick 2? <laughs> deaf or mute, one or the other. Uh, well, on, on top of the fact, they're already going to have Wick 4, right? So, oh, holy shit. I man. didn't see Wick 3 yet, and they already, they already said Wick 4, green lit, go. So. Well, they saw that opening weekend numbers, and like, they're, they got rock hard. Yeah, but I mean, like, I guess there's no lack of people that want to see the same thing over and over again, right? That's what apparently we've learned through our look for the future that <laughs> we either so they drop to the, the past, past. Yeah. <laughs> so look from to, real far past. <laughs> so in the future, look for the same thing. Pretty much more of the same thing. More of the I same think. Thing. I mean, yeah. the hope the hope is like something like and we're going to get more and more of the same thing because like we like I said in the beginning of the podcast there is talk there is you know, like all these major things that we've, we 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 just talked about like ending this year there's spin-offs for all of them so there's going to be a game of thrones spin-off they're working on that already no, but you got to hope like stuff like stranger things pops up you know these shows that well, are the just new stranger things season is a few yeah. months away no but it, but it means like in terms of new material something mm fresh that captures our imagination right i mean mm. it's something that we didn't see before that we look yeah. forward to seeing that i'm looking forward to the new stranger things but uh, I, but unfortunately that's gonna have a shelf life too because once these kids get too old they're done right so they well, got they gotta they gotta start well, piling on these shows yeah but i mean i know it's around these kids but the show is Stranger Things. It's not... Originally, when you look at it, it's like the show was about the town. Mm-hmm. And it's just these kids were living in the town. Mm-hmm. So you could technically switch the characters out and then still keep it in that... If, if they make it about the town, they can... You can give it long, longevity because you can move the characters you, you You can, but you also can't just get rid of those characters. No. But you can have them move out, or they no. Or which, what, to me, what you do is because this is set in the eighties, you aged them out to two thousand ten. Yeah, right. Or you, you get we you get to current where they're thirty years older, they look different, whatever, and or you have a, their kids deal. Yeah, with it, that's right? what I say. Passing of the torch. Kind yeah, of but you but but to have like to just remove them and thirty years later or whatever have a whole new set. You don't have the same nostalgia because it's like these people are all new. I don't care about these new people, right? So you just you could name it something else, right? But for it to keep the Stranger mm. Things title, you'd be like, okay, thirty years later, boom, they're all old. They have kids, they have families, you know, like, and then they can bring in new kids to have the new adventures, right? To me, that could be the future of Stranger Things, mm. right? Now, and that'll be maybe fifteen years from now when. When it's 2030, that they'll go back to 2000, you know, that kind of crap. So, we're, we're just writing your story for you guys. You're welcome. Please give us royalties <laughs> down the road. So, get ready for a whole lot of same. Pretty much, yeah. Alright, well, that'll do it for us. Yeah, I don't got anything else. Walking Dead, Season 10. Oh, man, I think... I think They're zombie, gonna have spinoffs. The zombie thing is so played out already. So, zombies have run its course. Vampires have run its course. Superheroes are 
look, there's there's a snapback, right? I mean, to hear that the boys, the vigilantes, right? I mean, that's kind of an interesting concept. It's kind of like Watchmen, like who watches yeah. the Watchmen, right? So it's now you're turning on the heroes, right? Or yeah, the heroes I, turning on us. Yeah, so. there's got to be another niche around, around coming around the corner where it's got to replace something. We're always thinking anime, right? Manga, anime. Yeah. The problem is, is that the st- the storylines are just not ready for hum for American consumption. Well, but that's that's what the Benioff and Weiss and the yeah or sees them. They all because when you you see like um Lita Battle Angel and then Ghost in the Shell, that was the well. You also don't whitewash people. Well, that yeah, that too. Those storylines are very complex or a little convoluted, but that's anime and manga well that's what they're saying about the Akira right like are we ready to see Akira yeah and that is a friggin twist yeah. that's a twisted tale and then the people that have seen Akira are like uh can you make sense of the ending right and they're like no I mean it's a it's an anime masterpiece but whoo yeah. it's a I don't know if that's a storyline that will translate for American viewership well I mean somebody's gotta break the writing right I mean, they, they gotta, gotta they gotta figure they gotta out redo how to it, yeah. make it to the American palette or the Western. I mean, you've seen like friggin' what was it? Uh, uh, Final the Final Fantasy movie, Spirits Within, very anime manga storyline. That just pissed me off because it was Final Fantasy Seven because it didn't attach itself to actual Final Fantasy. I didn't care what the movie was about the Spirits Within. I didn't care. I was just if you gave me a Final Fantasy Seven movie, which. I don't even see it anymore because it's coming out next year on the side of E3. That's freaking well, that's a, awesome. Well, that's the video game. Oh, but they remastered it. It looks beautiful. Yep. Oh, they're going to change the story, though. Hey, well, we, we well, all... More than a little bit. <laughs> no, we just... We know, we know the high points. I think the gameplay... The gameplay is different, and... Essentially, we know that what's your name is going to die. Damn it. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So, if they have a movie with that next year, we know why. How about that? <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So for Paulana, this is Neo. Yeah, it's Aaron. All right, see you next time.